you know, the state of Illinois has passed some of them, uh, you know, those gun laws as far as, you know, the, the safety, safety act. I don't know. I don't know about that, so I, I can't really comment. Are you talking about the Safety Act? Or are you talking about the gun laws? No, the gun laws. I think the Safety Act is something But it ain't gonna stop nothing. That's what people feel like, because we was talking about that the other day before I started work. The, uh, one of the girls was talking about some, um, uh, if they had this, they had, you know, if they had this certain law, and, and people with guns say this shit all the time. If I'm a criminal and I want to do something bad, I'm going to get a gun regardless. Don't matter like how you put it, what you put in place, what you stop selling, what you don't sell. They're gonna find a way to get what they need to do what they need to do it with. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Now, people like me and us on this podcast, as law-abiding citizens, it's just gonna make it that much harder for us to go through the right channels and precautions to get it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go through that stuff, but we don't plan on doing nothing bad, so we're gonna just go right through it. A person that's planning to do something bad with some shit is not gonna care about what you putting. You think they give a fuck because you put a law up there? If I'm going to shoot up a building or a bank, I'm okay. So all banks have the little gun sign right there. You can't bring your gun in. Why banks still get robbed since y'all put that sign up there? That sign's supposed to stop people from coming here with guns. Why the fuck people still come in here and try to rob the bank? That's, that's facts. So it don't really matter what you do or how you say it. My fucking want to do something with some guns and... Bro, it ain't even us y'all gotta worry about. Them motherfucking white folks is not going for you taking their guns. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what you say. They will go to war with y'all and go to war with Army and all of them. They home buddies there, though, because some of their buddies is in the Army with them. They will go to oh, war with the South Bay, whatever. What is the uh, the Army that's over here to get over here quick? Um, you used to say right, the Salvation Army. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> What's the, uh, the troops? I forget their name. Um, National Guard. National Guard. There you go. You got a print, print on point. The National Guard, they were going to war with the National Guard would be because they the first ones to get over there that quicker. They were going to war with them before they let these motherfuckers take their guns away. They're not going. To your point, I think it's not the people, for the most part, it's not the people that obey the law that are the problem. It's a fact. And that's the only thing them laws is, 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 um, is going against is the people that obey the law. Now, what I think will help is when you get caught with guns and shit that you don't supposed to have and all that shit, it needs to be harsher punishment. You shouldn't be getting out of jail so easy. You shouldn't be able to let your lawyer wiggle his way out or let your lawyer say it was a dead cousin or some shit like that. Temporary insanity type of thing. Yeah, or you know, you lying on somebody else saying that it was their gun because they dead. You feel me? You shouldn't be able to lie on somebody else to say that that was their stuff and you get out of jail and walk scot free. No, you shouldn't be Nah, when you get caught with guns and they know it's for yours without, for, for sure, you need to go ahead and do some real hard time. Like like all them years y'all giving people for drugs and marijuana, y'all need to be getting this shit when people get caught with the guns that don't supposed to happen. That's just a fact. But you know what? I mean, you think about it. Is America really... All this is probably just some political stuff. At the end of the day, you know, the garner votes, the give votes. I mean, we, yeah, we, we just got rid of... Um, we just made a trade, right? Yep. <laughs> the merchant of death. For the best trade in the NBA, WNBA history. Yep. Right? For, yep. for um, Brittany Griner. Like, um, so I, it, it already shows me, like, America don't care too much about 
um, you know, protecting its citizens, so to speak. Mm-hmm. At least on that on that level. And when I mean America, I mean, I mean like the uh, you know the government the power to do. So. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's just it seems, it seems like stuff is getting worse and worse in, in so many different ways. And it's only <laughs> it's like I was gonna say, and it's only getting worse. As time progresses, like we're not getting more. I don't see, at least maybe maybe y'all see differently, but I don't see a whole lot of peace going on. Nope, there's more division. More no. you over there, we over here. And then they always say, "Oh, sports bring you together for what? An hour, or two hours?" Not even, bro. Some of the craziest fights and the was it? Um, I don't say riots. But like basically fights, mob fights. But yeah, like mob fights broke out after like football games and soccer games and basketball games. That's okay. But like during the game, when the game was on, that's what I'm talking about. Just actually when the game. Oh, was on. okay. I'm not okay, talking okay. about like when you leaving or anything like that. But I'm talking about when the game is actually on. You be in the high five and people you don't even know and wouldn't even speak to ever again in your life. That's if you for the same team though, because a lot of times if you in that opposing. Like, uh, what, what was the game? It could have been like a Raiders. The black dude got into it with the, um, the white, no, nah, it was a white lady and a white dude. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. It was a Raiders game. Raiders, Raiders versus. Was it Cowboys? No. Or was it the Patriots? Patriots. With Patriots. It was definitely the Patriots. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, you never know what's going on in them stands. Well, New England, New England is a racist motherfuckers like that, boy. No, I think it was the Raiders people. He, he was he was rooting for uh, the Patriots. Oh, you were? Yeah. And he was at the uh, Raiders game. So, so he was in Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Mm. He was just real, you know, belligerent and stuff about it. Is that the one where the guy, the lady was being belligerent with the yeah. guy and then the husband took the beating? No, that's what happened. He, he didn't, uh, if you don't uh, want him beating on your woman, you gotta take, you should tell your woman to shut the fuck up. No, nah, he, 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 he didn't beat either one of them. Okay, oh no, talking no you're, talking about, you're talking about something. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Totally different. Was she like spit on him or something? Or, okay, yeah. Uh, this is a, a totally different fight. He talked well, uh, yeah. about But it just, you know, it just kind of shows. Even sports has its uh, limit. Yeah, it's not just limit, but it doesn't really bring people together to me in sports. I mean, if you look at uh, football, aka soccer, like those are. Something like when you hear those racist chants, they have they still have the racist chants. Mm-hmm. Most of those um the soccer players are like African or some type of mm-hmm. Caribbean, South American or whatever. So, you know, they're melanated people representing the uh European countries. And um, you know, when things don't go the the way of the European country, it's like now we're now they're gonna uh shit on those black or, or melanated soccer players. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Because even with even in the, I would even say even during the game, like when rival teams are mm-hmm. going against each other, like people are, they take that stuff to heart. The diehard fans, yeah. the ones that got the the paraphernalia all around their house, and they got the, the what is it, the big hand with the one. Yeah. Uh, the, the super fans, bro, man. Super fans. Ones that's been fans since the team was started. Yeah. I mean, and look how they treat the athletes just here. You know, they. they I mean, say what you want about the LeBrons or, you know, the Kevin Durants and stuff like that. They just, to me, let, let sports be sports, you know, and I'm, I'm a proponent of, a big proponent of, okay, athletes should really just be speaking about, I mean, 
if they want to speak about, I guess, injustice to a degree, yeah. But just let's keep this strictly whatever sports you're talking about. You know, that's why ESPN to me has become too political. Like like the Colin Kaepernick. Thing Colin, where, yeah, where they kind of kicked it off, but then everything since then. You know, yeah. you got LeBron speaking about China, or you know, and now we're we going to the George Floyd situation. Like, why is that on ESPN? Right. You know, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't find that. That just keep this the sport channel, not to take away from you know what happened or what's going on. Yeah. Let's just keep that. It's like stuff like that popping up on the Disney Channel. Yeah. Yes, bro. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Cause you know, ESPN is Disney. Oh man, I've seen it, bro. But to to me too, and as, as your point is, and then when you do talk about it, you pick and choose which ones you want to talk yeah. about. So if you're going to talk about them, talk about all of them. Don't pick and choose the ones that make y'all look great and it's all good and fine and dandy mm-hmm. for the ones, you know, for this and that. And you're not, you know, talking about all of them like the Dana, the Dana White situation. Right. Like, you give that a minute and 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. But you give everything. You gave Ray Rice 18 days, mm-hmm. 20 days. You gave, you know, when Chad Otosinko did what he did at that time. Mm-hmm. You gave him 20-something days. You talked about him for a minute. But you gave Dana White 30 seconds and a minute and 30 seconds and you ain't talking about him no more. Like well, you said, Roethlisberger. Yeah, he had two motherfucking cases. <laughs> two. Yeah. Oh, what's, what's that about? I know. Yeah, two, two great charges. So, uh, you know, he had uh, he had got off on him or whatever like that, though. And he didn't get suspended or nothing, but he neither. I think he got a fine. Did he get a fine? Yeah, I think he had a fine. I think he had a fine. Between him shit. and the Brad Favre situation. I mean, these guys, they had some hockey players that got into some things. Well, hockey wild. And they yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hockey speaking was of, real wild. Yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of violence in sports or whatever, hockey what? They let them fight for like 15 seconds. Yeah. Then they come and break it up. Oh, that's, that's just part of hockey, though. That's part of the game. I mean, I don't see how that you allow that, but then when, when, when black folks start fighting, you know, I mean, it's all controlled. It's not like somebody's going to up the banger or nothing. Like, mm-hmm. how is that just a part of hockey? It's a part of hockey because they allow it to be part of hockey. You know what I mean? Like, in football, I think it should be shit. Okay, so we can throw them hands. Right, because, yeah, in football, when I, when I do, like, I see people starting to push each other, the ref right there. Right. You got way more weapons in, in hockey than you do in football. <laughs> they got blades. <laughs> They got helmets. They got sticks. Yeah, the, the pucks. The pucks is the reason why half the niggas' teeth is gone. Yeah, them sticks hurt though. Them, yeah. sticks, them sticks won't break neither. It's like a lot of force to break one of them sticks. So I think, I mean, if anything, you should probably be chilling out with fighting on the hockey side right. of the game. Because <laughs> all I think about is like they fighting, right? Yeah. And once one of them fall, what if somebody rolls Stop them out? No, what if somebody just like, like you know how you can't really sometimes control your skate steady movement. Yeah. You gotta be real good to do that. And one of those skates just go over somebody's fingers or something. That's what I'm saying. Blades. Ugh. The blades on the yeah. And the fingers yeah. Up. So now your ass trying like this. Yeah. If, if I'm not mistaken, it's a blade on the bottom of the <laughs> <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, it's a there's a blade on the bottom of the stick as well. No, it's not. No, no, no. 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 You're fucking like that. Yeah, that's... You, you want some trying to kill somebody. I wouldn't even want to play that. You, you, you I thought it was. No, it's not a blade on the side of the stick. No, it's just... They normally, wrap, type of wood they normally get the wood and they'll wrap it up. They some, some, some tape. Like yeah. Some, um, some um, medical tape like that it is. But you know that's one of the hardest sports to play? Well, hockey? Yes. You know the skate, hold a stick, I mean, hold a, hold, skate, ice skate. Then you got to hold a, to hit a stick on some white ice. That's one of the hard. That and hitting a baseball. It's probably the hard. They're two hardest sports to play. Yeah. All the rest of that shit, you can probably really learn that really. But you got to be 
in the hockey since like damn near four or five yeah. doing this shit. Me and the hockey players. I think I, I I would even say I'd say hockey probably number one. Oh well, I'm not gonna rank them, but hockey, like you said, hitting the baseball. Yeah, ninety-five and, and, and playing soccer. You ever try to kick a ball with your foot and, and still running, still running and do all that cold stuff? It's different when you playing basketball. Hands is easier to control. You got the opposable thumbs. You ain't got opposable toes. <laughs> so, yeah, they're probably top three. Mm-hmm. They're not even know no type of order. Hockey, soccer, baseball. Yeah. Them probably. And shit, that's probably why they get a lot of money, too. Some of the uh, hockey don't get as much money as basketball. They just get over I mean, imagine being a goalie just in soccer. You see how big the goal is? You imagine being a, 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 a goalie for Yeah, that, and dude. Imagine that puck coming. It's like, yeah. it'd be like almost, I think somebody stopped it. Like 150? That's what I'm saying, bro. How you stopping that? I know that hurt. That's true, really. So, it says, according to Versa, the top 10 hardest sports in the world to play in 2022 are boxing being the hardest. But you can't play boxing, though. So, I don't, I don't get that. Ain't no playing boxing. Uh, American football, mixed martial arts, ice hockey, gymnastics, basketball, soccer, wrestling, Rugby and water polo. Now, water polo is hard. Because I played play water polo. Boy, you got to go to one of them rich-ass schools to go play water polo, any polo. Any polo. Water polo fun, though. Water polo is fun, but it is very difficult. Yeah, we played in high school. I went to one of them rich-ass schools. but <laughs> It was kind of it was, it was super fun. I, it was fun. I did like that, that segment of, of gym. Yeah. <laughs> Swimming was fun in gym. Our pool, we had clean pools. Yeah. <laughs> you can see the bottom. You can see the bottom. You know, it was 15 feet at the bottom. What else? On the deep end. On the deep end. Uh, yeah, we had kind of almost maybe Olympic size. I don't know if it's that big, but it was a nice size. Yeah, I I, I remember uh to to warm up or to get exercise. Mm-hmm. Our teacher had us do laps. I would do that in college. From from yeah. one side to the other was one lap, and we had to do sixteen of them. Oh no, hell no! When I but like after I would go, uh, you know, play basketball or whatever in college, then I'd go hop in the um, pool, do a couple laps, work that out. Well, that, that, your conditioning was crazy then. Back in the day, boy, that ain't nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the gym today, though. I feel like. I started back going on Sundays. That's one of my main things. I feel like I'd be tired. Yeah. I was just working on some, you know, bicep, tricep shit. Welcome to another episode of the No Key Podcast. It's your man Spaces. It's your boy Ma. It's Jay every day. Man, what's going on, fellas? You good? How you doing? Blast. Blast. Let me check. Having you good? a blast day good. today. You having I'm a blast good. day today? Yeah. Hey, man, let me check Google, man. I'm good. Man. Oh, you got something? Uh, a, a little bit. So, okay, I, you know, I'm talking about my business, right? Mm-hmm. I've been talking about it and getting it started. Bro, this is, <laughs> it's been a, it's been a roller coaster, man. It's been a roller coaster. It's been a, I just found out recently that I need a lot more money than I thought I did. <laughs> so, I'm like, woo wee. I <laughs> it, 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 bro, in, in one hand, it's like it's it's it sucks, 
because I might not be able to get it off the ground this year. Mm-hmm. But in the other hand, it's a it's a relief because that way this way I can focus on stuff that's more immediate. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I got like uh, less than ten months left on my car note. Mm-hmm. Get that paid off. Then I got some other stuff that I want to do for my car. No, man, but uh, yeah. So it's a it's a it's a bit of a relief. I may still I may still be able to pull some strings and get things working, but if not, then it just might might have to put it off till next year. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I um. Mentally, I'm cool, man. My, you know, I had a pocket check yesterday. You know how you go to the dealership to get a, uh, uh, we've all had this experience to get a, um, oil change, right? You yeah. go in there, I want the, at Ford, it's called the works, right? So you get the works, you know, the tire rotation, they check, put all the fluid in there, oil change, of course. But, um, I have been kind of, because I, I had to put in a new battery, right? The new battery already cost me like 250 or something. Yeah, about right? 200. <laughs> All right, and I did that last month, but I've been kind of having trouble with the battery, and I can, can tell it's kind of corroded. So, not the battery, but just the post around it. Yeah. So, I'm like, man, could y'all do something, tighten it up a little better or whatever, because I don't know what's going on. I'm like, yeah, we're going to check it out for you, right? So, he called me up to the desk. He's like, yeah. So, we checked it out for you. You know, you're gonna need a whole new, like, negative terminal, right? You're like, so yeah, the part like 450, and then, you know, I label 173 an hour. I'm like, my nigga, like, I can't even have to spend another $60 holler, you know, and y'all tighten the, tighten the thing up, right? So then, there's other things on my car that I kinda, I, I like to keep up my vehicle as far as, you know, just maintenance wise, right? So, cause in the long run, it'll cost you even more. So then I was putting off changing the transmission fluid, right? And then I was putting off changing the brake fluid. And he was like, at this point, my car, my car's got like 85,000 miles now. But now he's like, yeah. And then he, he's like, yeah, you want to change your transmission fluid? That's going to be basically 250. You want to change your brake fluid? That's another 250. And at first... I was like, man, just do. <laughs> I was like, because I was just going to take it somewhere else to get the, the battery thing done. But I was like, man, I just don't even feel like it. I said, man, just do all that shit, man. So, you know, that 60, that $60, you know, transaction, well, you thought was going to be a $60 transaction, basically turned into $1,200. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm surprised you ain't say, bro, hey, we'll stay home and play the video game today. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's nothing. Because at the end of the day, oh, like, it's God, all about man. maintaining your, I mean, the more you maintain, think about even your body, right? You're able to maintain your body, keep yourself up. You know, it, it'll, um, in the long term, it'll pay off. It'll be less that you have to pay in the future. So, you know, same with your car. Same with your house. Hey, boy, you sound like me, boy. I went up there together. Same thing, $80 oil chain. Shit turned into like $750. I was sitting there looking at this nigga like, yeah, y'all got some coupons? <laughs> I started asking like, I think I got one in, I told his ass a lot too. I said, I think I got one. It came in the mail, it said 30% off. He said, don't worry, I'll just throw that on there for you. I'm like, yeah, bet, glasses. That's why I, I say, I say, uh, my, uh, my, my warranty don't, <laughs> my warranty don't cover that. He said, he said, uh-uh, no. 
I just wanted to pay the hundred dollars, you know what I'm saying? Deductible. I wouldn't even think twice about that one. But yeah, when I did mine, because mine was up to like, you said yours was 1250 I think when I got out. Yeah, uh, I still got to pay one set because I got to go back like either Wednesday or something in the park get there. But oh, for the terminal? Yeah, for them to put it on. Okay. But I paid for it, you know, the terminal already. So I think it was like close to 1100 Because I think mine was like, I think he was talking about like 25 It was like 25 so That's I told the them, you pay when you drive a spaceship. Hey, man. see, but nobody say nothing when you got your water bus downtown at your motherfucking loft. How much that cost for them to come up to the eight, to the eighty fifth floor? All right. So I drive a Ford. So yeah, did he got the? I say, all right, man. This how we gonna do this. I got warranty, right? He was like, yeah. I was like, all right. You call the warranty people and see all what they cover. And I'm gonna bring it back Wednesday, and then we'll discuss whatever you need to do. Have me a, a, a motherfucking loaner ready, because I can't mm-hmm. wait. I gotta go and do a step by some moves. And they oh. kept my shit for like three, four days. Yeah, now when I had to do that, like, you know, come for some warranty type stuff, mm-hmm. you know, they gonna charge the, 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 the people. They gonna, Ford gonna hit them in the head. So it's like, it was like 4500 I'm thinking I'm good, right? Pay that $100. Then they start looking for other shit that you got to come out of pocket you, for. They want you to pay some too. <laughs> right? <laughs> they want so, you to pay some too. I still end up having to pay like another like $500. Like, I'm like, these people here. Yeah. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Right? I ain't even going to lie to you. That's a straight. That's I mean, because when your car, I mean, my car is still newer, right? It's, it's, it's five, going on five years. Um, So, you still want to kind of keep it up to, you know. Keep everything on. Because I got shows? less than 100,000 miles. Like, I think once I get to about 100,000, then I'm going to take it to the you know what I'm saying? You know, wine them and shit. You know, let them do what they supposed to do. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, they got the car shop shit, I, and I and I don't mind patronizing because they do it. They do a decent job for what I, you know, a car. I got a hundred thousand miles on it, but for a little while, you want to go to the dealer. Um, um, if you can, we was but, um in uh what you call the group chat, right? You wanted to talk about a question that came up talking about you and your wife was talking about that time about the uh. The, the P. Diddy situation. It was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, so she, I, I'm not sure where she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about that. It was about that. I'm not sure where she um was listening. Maybe it was probably on GCI or something. No, it was um you know young Miami. Her real name Carisha. Yeah. Carisha. She has a podcast that's yeah. like show. Um, I think it's what's what's Revolt. P. Diddy um Revoke. She is called Re- 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 what's her name. Carisha, Carisha, please. Mm-hmm. So she was talking to Trina, and they had to, it was like, drink a shot or something if you had done this. It was like some type of game they was playing. Yeah. And so they were talking about getting peed on or something like that. So I think that's where your wife probably heard it. No, I'm pretty sure she don't watch none of that. So <laughs> I think she heard it on like uh, Steve Harvey or something. Okay. But I mean, that is the basis of what it, what happened. Yeah. But um, so I, I mean, I guess the question is, because I mean, I would, I asked mine. I'm like, you know, hey, you, you ever thought about getting peed on or peeing on somebody? <laughs> you know, I don't have no problem. You can have these, you know, these type of uh, conversations. And uh, I mean, of course, she said no. And of course, I mean, I feel like if you love a person, you know, and, like you're not sitting up in, or, or in general, like my bladder has never been like, you know, like man, doing sex or something. Like, oh, I gotta go pee. <laughs> or oh, I need to pee on this person or something. It sounds crazy. It sounds nasty, but I've heard, especially in older guys, 
Uh, I used to work with this older gentleman. I'm not going to put his name out there. But this dude used to have some of the wildest stories, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he, he talked about, you know, basically um, giving the golden shower. But I wonder what does that do, though? Like, for the person that's doing it and the person that's receiving it. Like, what? Like, I don't get... I don't know. It's just like, what does it do for you? Ain't nothing but making a, a smelly Amazing. situation. Yeah, especially if you had asparagus that day, too. Or just, you know, there's no drinking water too much. <laughs> like, this that liquor. So, uh, I've never, that never really crossed my mind. To, never uh, crossed my mind either, brother. Pee on anybody. At all. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Space? I've never thought about it, never done it. It's just it's just weird, man. It's just weird. Uh I, I think it's a power struggle. Cause see when God run the move. tape, God gonna run the tape. And he gonna ask you. He gonna stop it, you know, in midstream. And he gonna ask, what was you what was you doing right here? Like what you thought you was doing. You thought I was serious? Right? Huh? Was this in my word? Did, this, <laughs> did you did you think you could just get away with this? Man, thirty lashes for you. But yeah, go ahead. I, I think it's a power move. I think it's uh, I'm the person that's doing it gets some sort of satisfaction yeah. from the idea of peeing on somebody. All right, it's. I almost can't even speak on it because it's just so nasty. It is. It's some. It's beyond raunchy. I don't know what that is, bro. It's like, but I mean, you, you think about <laughs> no pun intended, or if that's a pun. But I keep saying, but however, um, you know, when you think about celebrities, right? You kind of gotta almost expect it. You almost expect it. You know, we we seen our Kelly Tech. He's doing his thing. You know, that's what I... And I'm sure he wasn't the first one to pop that off. You know, get that cracking. The, the golden showers. And, um... You remember the Dave Chappelle skit? I want to pee on you? Yeah. Oh, man. Class. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, Good I do. Good dip, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. I, I think that's kind of like sexually defiling someone else. I can't even think of the word, the proper word, but it's just degrading. It's just whoever's doing it has needs to feel powerful. Needs to feel like somebody is beneath them. And if you're allowing that, you're stupid. I mean, that's straight up and down. Like, you're allowing it? I mean, it's getting in your eyes. I know it's salty. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a better question? Because I know you asked the question, have you ever thought about doing that but we can get a broader question of like do you think like cause like like you were saying you when you love someone and you think something highly of them like that I don't think you want to do things that degrade them yeah. even though if they're in a bedroom or not I don't think you want to do anything that's kind of like degrading so when it go to like kinky things and anything like that within the bedroom it's like how far are you willing to kind of go I think there's kink and then there's this Disgusting and shit like you, bro. This stuff you just don't do. I mean, that's just me, and you know, just having a moral compass about myself. You know, I'm just having some. You know, you gotta have some type of moral boundaries. I think if you're just pissing on people, 
Pit pissing, and it goes beyond that, right? Because I've seen just motherfuckers shitting on people, shitting on chassis. Yeah, and you know, it, it's just it's just real nasty. Like though, even the whole um, you know, you mark this as explicit or whatever, but just spitting in each other's mouths—that's strange to me. Like I. We are if we're already kissing, what I need to spend your mouth. Stop is already being right. You know what I'm saying? And this is a different when they when they do that. Like a you, lot of you, times, you bring up hacking shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of times when people do that, they they. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, but that but that that is a good question though, because like me, me this me is a good one, y'all. <laughs> hey, I know y'all in that cringe like, Ugh, but you gonna still listen? Fuck is you like, talking about? It's like it's like to go with like. Cause me and the homie um, E, we were discussing last night. You know how people, cause at the job, one of the girls had asked me, "Would you have a, a threesome with your lady?" Or whatever, what not like that. And I was like, "No." And then she looked at me like, I don't say with like a disgusting face, but she was like disappointed. Like, why wouldn't you? I'm like, why would I? Why would I open that door to my private thing with my wife or my girl or whatever? Why would I open that up to other people? Now, did I say would I ever not have one? No, I'm never saying that. But to me, it's just certain boundaries with the person that you love and the person that you call your own, the mother of your kids, the mother of you know, your whole household. I just don't think you should be opening them doors to do stuff like that with that person, in my opinion. Yeah, when I hear this, that stuff like the whole, uh, what is it? P. Diddy? <laughs> that was funny, bro. When I saw that P. Diddy, but um, what I think about that is also what I hear what happens when these social media influencers go go overseas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, to, to, oh, to, uh, the passport bros? No, no, females. To, yeah, to go oh, to... Uh, to oh, Dubai. Dubai, 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 Dubai yeah. yeah. They be getting shit on all the people. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they let, they let their the ghosts bad. do it. Yeah, for the bad. There's, and I've seen testimony... Well, I mean, granted... Testimonies? Yeah, testimonies of people saying that they let that happen to them. Granted, you know, it's social media, so you sometimes, a lot of times you got to take it with a grain of salt. It may be true, may not be true. But when when a whole lot of people say the same thing, it might there might be some truth to it. I think it is. But there's smoke, there's fire. So, I mean, that, that can segue to either two things because you were talking about... Um, girls going overseas what do you think about this kind of this new i wouldn't say a phenomenon but um you know it's kind of being exposed that we have a lot of um, um upwardly mobile black males going you know passport bros passport bros so they're going overseas to the different countries the drs to, uh, uh puerto rico you know it's within the united states um puerto rico dr brazil thailand um supposedly i guess one maybe find a mate or just going up to lay up with some people you know how do y'all feel about that what do you think about that and i'm not sure we expressed that before on the podcast but we talked about it a little bit Mm -hmm. a little bit not in depth what you think well you gotta go to me first you ain't got nothing right now yeah well you i'm gonna let you go because i want you to ask all your answers all right so I have two thoughts. Give you a chance to get yours on first. Like, dang it, you stole my answer. Go ahead, I'll let you get yours on. I have two thoughts. One thought is go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Right? 
in one hand i i've gone overseas and i've witnessed the difference in the treatment it's literally, they literally out this is when i went to the bahamas a cruise to bahamas they literally treat you like you're a celebrity for real for real not everybody of course but is it because like maybe uh, on the lighter side no, I'm serious. It might it sounds funny, but no, you're right. You know, I'm trying not to say that. I mean, but I mean that, but I think that's being you know just genuine about what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, okay, it's because I'm on the lighter side, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> they they do. They look at lighter skinned black people as like some type of god. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. And I know that that's true because I know people that are immigrants that literally. They told me that they were taught to, I don't want to, I guess you said favor light, lighter skinned people. Yeah. Lighter skinned, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, one thought is go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. On the other hand, um, and what I think more so than the first is there's far too many women, available women for you to feel the need to do that. Like you gotta you gotta go overseas there's if you factor in the amount of men of available men i mean readily available not in jail you know what i mean not not, not homo yeah not gay mm -hmm. if you factor in all of that stuff available women outnumber men probably two to one you better jump on somebody's team Right, so for and I, a third, <laughs> I mean, an additional thought is I don't think a lot of a, a lot of conversation in <clears throat> a sector of YouTube is centered around relationship dynamics and you know men blame women for certain things which are true and women blame men for certain things which are lit. some are true most are delusional, but I think more often than not, sometimes you. The good woman you want, you have to create. And You have the creator. You have to talk with her, have conversations, sometimes more conversations than than less conversations, to um and, and, and get her on your page. I agree. A woman who's not willing to be led isn't a woman who's willing to be had. A woman who's not willing to be led isn't a woman who's willing to be had. So, you did. That was barred. That was barred. I appreciate it. Go ahead. Uh, what I think about it is, though, it's always you see the people with no social skills that does that. The ones that kind of grew up on the internet, that don't know how to just go up to talk to people, never really seen a beautiful person, never seen, been around like beautiful women, don't have really no confidence about themselves. It's like, it's like, it's most of the time it's dudes like that. Yes. That's been, you know, kind of joked on all their life and never really got like their own balls or cojones to like just stand up for themselves. So you go over to a girl that barely speak English. So even if she did tell you or turn you around, you really don't know because you really don't know speak their language. Well, you English is a universal language. I understand so, that, but if, what if she, I'm talking about? She's speaking Spanish or whatever she's speaking over in the country she's speaking in. And of course, all when you don't speak somebody else's language, you always smiling and cheesing. <laughs> Be honest. When you if you go out of, out of the country, 
and you don't really know the language you're in, you're going to smile. You're going to, like you're trying to be more approachable. You don't want a bad situation to happen. So you're going to be smiling. <laughs> See what I'm talking about? So, but for you to say, oh, we want a passport, bro, and then they're going to do anything. They're not going to tell you no. Who wants a woman that's just a yes woman? That just says yes to oh. every fucking thing you every fucking thing you tell her to do. She says yes. No pushback on nothing. Don't have her own brain. You bought her three ninety nine dress and she's sitting up here cheesing like you didn't gave her fifty million dollars. That would mean a lot to a lot of a lot of women. But I understand. I, that. I get what you're saying, but that would, I, I got you. I yeah. Got you. So, to me, I don't want to call y'all it, but it's kind of lame. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree. I don't. You go get a passport to go over there to go get a, a woman that barely speak English to bring her back over here, bro. You know how famous Gilly always say, "Nigga, you ain't quarter, you border." So when you bring her back over here, a dude that got a little bit more money than you gonna take her from you, cause she ain't got really no ties to you like that. She only came over here because you gave her a better option than what she was. You gave her, you know, running water or some shit like that. I'm not even gonna say, and that's I know that's crazy to say it like that, but you you get my premise is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, you upgraded yeah. her a little bit more than what she was. Well, a lot of bit more in a lot of cases though. But then, okay, then another dude come along that got a little bit more than you, and he upgraded her and showed just a little bit more than what you showed. That's where I say that's where I say the molding comes in. Because if you've shown her a better life than what she what she's used to or where she was, then you can also again have conversations with her. Bro. And because I, I think that a lot of times for <laughs> You keep saying that. she don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then, then here, I, I look at it like this too. We're getting the bag. We're, I'm talking about we getting we making two hundred to three hundred thousand a year. Do you trust any woman that you meet after you start making that money? No. Jerry Day. Um. Is would it be no? Okay, I ain't gonna say trust. Would a woman have to go through hoops and bounds for you to really get to trust her? I mean, I would vet them the same way as I would vet one now. But I'm saying, though, would, you, would it go a little bit harder with that type of money, wouldn't it? I mean, I, see, I, I've always looked at it if, like, if I was a celebrity or something, then yeah. it would be different, right? But, yeah. I mean, if I'm making 250000 I I think the vetting process remains the same. I mean, for me, personally, I mean, like, okay. She sees that I'm making two hundred fifty thousand, whatever. What? But you, but I think you'll pay more closer attention to her just agreeing to everything you're saying and not having a brain of her own. Yeah, I mean, and I get what you're saying as far as like the. But I think it's kind of unfair to say that those women over there don't have a brain of their own. No, no. Okay, I'm not. I'm, yeah, okay, I'm probably saying it wrong. Okay, I'm I'm trying to say it like this. They will. You want a woman to agree with you most of the time anyway. We're going to put it like that, right? Mm-hmm. You want you and your woman to be on the, on the same page most of the time when it comes to a lot of stuff. But what I'm trying to say is she don't have no backbone whatsoever. She just go, even though you're doing some dumb shit, she's still following you doing that dumb shit. A woman with some backbone will be like, nah, we're not, nah. I can't follow you and rock with you on that. And she will explain to you and we all get to having a conversation about that's not right. But a woman from over there will just keep following you. Like, you finna jump off the motherfucking in the Grand Canyon with no parachute on. She gonna just follow you. I think we're assuming that... Right, I was, I was waiting to every say... Every woman over there, because it's kind of assuming that every... Let's say Brazil, right? Uh-huh. All right, so, 
Brazil has a share of poor people. Mm-hmm. Right? Every country has a share of poor people, right? Here, we got our share of poor people. Yeah. Right? You can get a woman here and, you know, if, if you help bring her up out of impoverished situations, she'll probably, you know what I'm saying, yeah, you know, yes, yes, woman you to death, right? But I think there's this idea that when guys go over there, and by the way, I don't, I'm not for the guys who's going over there to exploit the women. You know, my part, like, I don't, I don't buy pussy, like, why? You know what I mean? There's just so many women out here, it's an abundance. And I just, I just, I think when you go to another country, you need to be there trying to explore the culture. You need to be there trying to learn the language. People respect you more when you learn the language, right? So, um, if your language is just simply money, obviously you're going to attract those who just want the money. You're going to attract the poor, right? But when you start getting over there and you're hobnobbing and you're doing business with people who got money, which there are people in the DR that has money in Brazil that has money. You're going to start getting in on those San Marinas. It's not going to be the, I'm just here to get a woman to bring back to America. You don't want to bring that woman back in America to America. You want to keep her there. Mm-hmm. Because the American mentality, the, <laughs> the American mentality is the reason why you have, you know what I'm saying, the lady, a lot of the ladies, not all, but acting the way that they do. Here. It's the Western mindset. Yeah, it's that Western mindset. It's that entitled mindset, right? But I think if you go over there, uh, uh, like I said, I think it's, you shouldn't, not you, but we shouldn't think of when they go over there, it's about getting somebody getting somebody um, to agree with you on everything. I think it's those guys who's willing to exploit those women that want somebody to agree with them on every every aspect of life but those women over there a lot of them are raised and you can talk to their men are raised more so to be submissive that's how they're raised just to be wives exactly to be wives and and to me ain't nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. however i will say if there's a woman women here in america cool get you a woman here in america but if you cannot find one there's nothing wrong with going overseas either I'm not gonna stop you, you know what I'm saying? Because if white white dudes been doing this shit since antiquity, right? <laughs> They've been doing this from the beginning. Nobody had a problem when the white man was going down there to Africa scooping them up and they're going over to Asia scooping them up and your President Trump, you know what I mean? He got a mail order brag from Russia or Ukraine, where the fuck she from. Ain't nobody had no problem. Black dudes get on board, black dudes start traveling, it's a problem. You know what I mean? Uh uh Europeans. Just like as Americans, we go down to uh, South America, we go down to the Caribbean. That's our backyard. Their backyard is Africa. So those white men go down there. Those those white women go down there on girl trips. Our black women, they go across seas. They go down to the Caribbean. They go to Jamaica. You know, they get rotted out in Jamaica, right? <laughs> they doing the same. They doing the same uh, um, exploiting of the men. That's exploiting. They ain't got no bread. How Stella got a groove back? That's all about getting rotted out by a dude. You know what I mean? You think about it. So finally, you got black men who are willing to do that. And again, I don't co-sign none of that. I'm not a proponent of of spending no bread like that. Like it's not a quid. It's not a, a, a transactional trade like that. You gotta like me. I like you. <laughs> right. That's, that's that's the trade I go with. And that's that's basically what I'm trying to say. Right mm-hmm. Like me. I like you. Not you. 
just because you're from America and you got a little bit of money and I'm just coming with you because of that. Yeah. It's like, have a, like you said, you got to learn the language and you learn to speak to her in her language mm-hmm. and you get, instead of her just smiling at you to my C, C, C. No. No, no, no. But that. if you want to do what you want to do, I'm not giving you, like, you do what you want to do. You want to end up in nigga, the I still got an opinion about it. Nigga, if you're a lame, you're a lame. Yeah. You can't unlame a lame. I don't give a fuck how much money you have. You cannot unlame a lame. Nigga, you still ain't going to have no game. All that. You're going to still be all that. If you want to do that, though, do what you do. I'm just saying I have my little opinion about it. That's all I got mm-hmm. to say. For sure. So, uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much, bro, I- I'm on the same boat with... There's... I, oh, sheesh. One of the factors that I didn't think about that I earlier when I was saying, like, when you factor in all the different things that remove men from the dating pool, mm-hmm. another one is married. Married, gay, and incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just from those stats alone, you got the the women out available women outnumber available men. I would say two to one. Hey man, if you find a married couple that you can jump on to, man, do that too. If you can, at least you know both of y'all got. A good man, he married, so you can marry you too. You talking about like sister wives? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, look, man, I'm just throwing another. That's something thing hard. That's the... something hard to sell, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why. But they, they, they do that in the other country. They do that in, in other, the other cultures. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. But it's, so. and it's a, it's a, a very detailed conversation yeah. you gotta, and you gotta be. If you do something like that, you're gonna have to be selfless. Well, you can't be selfish. You gotta be selfless. Well, you know the the, the rebuttal to that the women is gonna say, well, why can't I have two men? You can if you find somebody that's down to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say you couldn't have that. Yeah. I'm never for just saying men are just for these things. But just know, when you try to do what men do, it comes with men problems. Don't be right here crying and sitting up here complaining about the shit that we have to go through. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh... <laughs> Anybody say you can have that? Go get you two men. I just don't... I don't want to be like that. I'm cool. I mean, let's keep it a bean. It's not like y'all already don't have them. More than one man. <laughs> right? Right? All these work husbands and shit. Goddamn baby daddies in question. That's a fact. That's... Bro. That was exactly my, what you say with you. No, no, no. You reminded me of a story of one of my homies. He, he had a girl, and he said the girl... Did he? She was perfect for him, right? So the the one thing that was a problem for him was whenever she called him or needed him for something, and he's not there when she needed him, she would say, "Do I need to call my daddy or my ex to get this done?" doing that on purpose though. But, but um, to, to your point, point it only takes one time to say Hey, go get with your ex. Lose my number. See, <laughs> now, <laughs> to, to your point, if you can say that, that suggests that you still have contact with your ex. Yeah. And your ex is ready to come to your beck and call. So, I would wager that if it's something, let's just say your, your tire's flat. Mm-hmm. And your ex is available to call you, or you available to call your ex? You might still be messing around with your ex. So I call them orbiters, right? This is my this is my term. I call them orbiters, and there's always, you know, how like the planet. I mean, yeah, you got the yeah, planets, yeah, yeah. right? 
and when it orbits the sun, yeah. you always got a nigga just in rotation. He's hovering around. He's hovering around. He's waiting for the phone call. You know what I mean? Like these these niggas here, and it'd be a whole bunch of them. She probably ain't deal. She probably never had sex with him. You know what I mean? But he's just waiting for his turn. Like niggas is very patient. Yeah. You know what I mean? Niggas so away years, so <laughs> right? I mean, to your point, you talking about uh, boys? I think we were talking about boys Watkins. Oh, man, I don't know if that was you or somebody. Somebody was talking about boys Watkins and, oh. and how he got married and, and she was sidelined. No, there's no disrespect to boys. He found his wife, but she didn't have some kids by another. I and mean, he wanted her through college, you know. And then she didn't have some kids and. Yeah, and then it's like now he's a millionaire and or whatever. He's really making money. He's really influential. Now she's ready to marry him after you didn't hit babies by another nigga. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, voice sound like he was a, a, a orbiter. Like he just was waiting for his turn. You know, and, and, and you have those people in, in life. There's dudes who's just waiting to hey, let me change, let me change your brakes. Or you know what I mean? Or and it's fine. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying if a woman needs, if you see a woman down in need, you know what I mean? You go out and try to help them if you can, if you're friendly to that person. But some niggas is just like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Let me do that. Let me hold the door for you. Like, right, right. Bro, where do you even come from? Right. You know? Right around the corner in the bushes. Yeah, just waiting. Waiting. Like, bro, chill out. Bro, I watched Boyce Watkins' proposal. Yeah. It was so bad, bro. It was so bad. Bro... You know how it, most times, most times when a man proposes to a woman, she freaks out or she, you know, maybe cries or, you know, just at a loss for words, showing some sort of emotion, right? Bro, he, he proposed to her and when he got up on one knee, she didn't even kiss him afterwards, bro. She gave him like a kiss on the cheek or something. Kiss on the cheek? Disrespect. That's like one of the guys. What? Like she treated him like one of the guys. Oh, bro. Oh, I thought it was my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said they, they were the guys. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what? It was, it was just, but to your point, to your point, it's he he definitely had to be an orbiter. Yeah. To to he waited through college. Yeah, it was, it was what, thirty years. Yes, bro, thirty years. I've been waiting 30 years to get this book. Silver rice. <laughs> I had a dream. So <laughs> <laughs> disrespected. Man, look. It's crazy. So yeah. I got another question, though, also. Now, I'm on the road. I know y'all got these questions coming. But, um, damn. Oh, my wife had asked me, um, at what point do... Men ever reach think it's okay to reach out to like HR, like you know in a in a in a situation with you and a woman. At one point, do you think men will say fuck it? I'm gonna go to HR mm. because and I and my my response to her is like a lot of times we avoid it just because it's kind of like we don't want that social stigma at the job that we the little bitch. You know what I mean? Basically, going and yelling, talking to HR about something, you know, that if it, if the shoe was on the other hand, if it, if it was like, right? The shoe was on the other foot, rather. <laughs> the glove was on the other hand. <laughs> um, they would go holler at them quick about, right? Yeah. Um, this 
something, something that happened to me. It wasn't at work. But I remember I had, but I did have work uniform on. You remember that club we used to go to? I don't know if you ever went with a space. It's called Galway. Yeah. And we there, we used to go out to work on like Friday or something, chill, have a beer. I remember I had my like, you had a little dance floor, and I was kind of watching people on the dance floor because we had just got there. I had my my leg up on the stair. Yeah, yeah. I remember and the, story. the girl just come right back. Black girl could have been drunk, I think. She just come through and just grab my joint. Yeah, yeah. I was telling the story. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it was I wasn't drunk. I was I was sober, so I was like, oh shit. You know what I mean? It was just kind of like that. Took you back. Yeah, kind of. I was taking it back, and I was kind of like. Like, damn, who do guys... I mean, that, after you leave the situation, I'm like, damn, who do guys talk to in that situation? First who do... What's she cute? You know what, man? I don't even remember, man. Okay. I don't remember if she was cute or not. Okay. But all I, I do remember is like, damn, well, who... And at, like I said, at that point, I'm already married, so I'm not sitting up here trying... Not to say I couldn't say if a woman's cute or not, but just in that situation, like if the roles were reversed and... You was that person. You grabbing twat. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would like how would somebody else take that? But it all depends on if if said person is attracted to said person. Cause it don't matter either way if like the woman is feeling you and you yeah. do that, it's okay. But if the woman's not feeling you, then it's rapist, assault, it's all of those things. I like I, I like that what you said because that segues into something else. Yeah. So so and then that's like go vice versa with the girl. If the yeah. girl is butt ugly. And around here looking like you when you wake up. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, bitch, why you touching me like that? Well, you know what? Now that I think about it. <laughs> like, no, you're not touching me like that. Well, now that I think about it, she wasn't an ugly girl. She was drunk and a friend. But the whole thing, it just was, I wasn't expecting it. I yeah, never said she... nothing to her. Yeah. I don't know her from my fucking But women anything. think they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. Right? And but and then I've had a situation, i say at work, where an older lady come up and said something. <laughs> Said something to me, and I was just like, uh-huh. was just, "Oh, oh, you know? <laughs> yeah." Cause you don't know what to say back. Yeah, but it's not like, man, I'm finna go tell HR. Tell HR. But then I'm wondering at what point on, on like with women, like what point is it? Like, hey, I'm finna go holler at HR. They will go holler at HR. He said, "I smell good." They will holler at HR for anything. Yeah. Like I say, if you're if they're not attracted to you and they don't like you like that, they will go holler at HR. Just point blank. Simple. It don't matter. It can be something small. He said hi. Like what I'm saying. He, he said how too sexy or something like that. They were going to holler at them in an instance. But now. He said I, hey with four wives. Now I think. <laughs> <laughs> now I think for men. And I'm going to say this very strongly. Yeah. Men. I think men who has, you know, some type of adult about them and has grown up. Like when you're younger, you wouldn't say nothing. But you now would be like, I have a family. I have something to protect. If I feel like it's getting that way where I think I could probably lose my job, now I'm going to get a paper trip. Mm. I'm starting to send emails and stuff like this. I'm starting to cover my tracks because I still need my job. So, but when you back when you was younger, maybe 21, 22, 23, 24, you're not going to really say anything at that point. Because like you're young, you really don't know no better. But as you get more and the more seasons you get about yourself, you will go tell HR then. You'll start making a paper trail because you know how important that is because you can be in a lawsuit, you can be going to jail for assault or something like that. So you will start making a, a paper trail on that thing. I think it's an age thing for guys, but for women, it's, as soon as they feel uncomfortable, they'll go tell. That's what I think. I think 
we're more apt. I think we're more apt to go to HR in a different situation. For instance, like when women go to HR, the example we use was some sort of perceived sexual advance, right? Mm-hmm. Be it true or not. I think men are more apt to go to HR if it's a harassment, like a, to where it'd be like assault type of thing, where things could get violent. For instance, long story short, I had an issue, um, not an issue. Um, <clears throat> I was at work and somebody has left something of theirs. So I let them know. And then at the end of it all, I block, I ended up blocking it because we were messaging on Snapchat because I didn't have their number. So we are messaging on Snapchat. I ended up blocking her and she ends up finding my email, sends me a message, uh, an iMessage. I don't know how she figured that out. Women cold like that, boy, they just rough. They might, I don't know, I don't know. She ends up sending me a harassing message and then I went to the, I gave it to the managers. Now, I don't know if, I don't know if that was the last strike because she's not there anymore. Maybe she quit, I don't know. But in that situation, I went directly to the, the I went to, directly to the managers because the read the one reason I thought the only reason I decided to otherwise I would have no because I got proof like I got proof of the list of messages but the only reason I went and to the managers and, and showed them is because if the situation were reverse I'd have been gone so far so. I was like, no, I'm covering my own butt. And, and, and point exactly, you're much more mature, much more older than what you was back in the day. So that's why you did that. Now, if it would have been like three, four, five years back in the day, you wouldn't have probably did that because you'd have brushed on the road like it wasn't nothing. Yep. But now that you got something to protect, you've been at this job for a little bit of while, you got benefits, you got all these things. So it's a mature thing, I think, for men. It's a mature thing. But women, it's out the gate as soon as they don't feel comfortable or if they don't like you or they're not attracted to you, they'll go to HR in a heartbeat. I think yep. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely different. I've seen it <laughs> with my own eyes. Like, oh, I have, too. Like, when it comes to, like, not even in a going to HR situation, but just a general man approaching a woman trying to get the number, right? If she's attracted to him, yeah, she's gone. She'll give him, give him the number. If she's not, you bum, you're a creep. And all he did was try to talk to you to get your number. And that's the word they, one of the main words they use. He's a creep. Creepy. And all he did Which, was approach you like a gentleman to ask you for your number to see if you're interested. I, these, these niggas is not approaching like gentlemen. A lot. Well, in the situation that I saw, I know what you mean. A good chunk, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah, once in a while, most of these dudes are creeps. A lot of them, definitely. I, I, mean, I just I see how they move. Like, these dudes are just hawky. Like, yeah. bro, just, you know what I mean? Like, everything, you're trying to swarm in on something. It's a plethora of women out there. Why are you so hawky on the one that come in? Like, I could I'd just be looking like, bro, y'all crazy as hell. Yeah, it's it's. That'll get you in HR. That's what I'm saying. I think that I've never been like that. Like we always HR, like AKA the police. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, we always used to go to clubs and stuff, and my homie used to be like, uh, "Man, you ain't doing it." I always like, "Bro, you let shit come to you. I'm not for to be hawking nothing down. I'm not for to be doing this. If it's my night, shit, I grab a number two. That's cool. If I don't, it's still cool. I still had a great time. Mm-hmm. But I've never been the one that just be hawking stuff down and be like, "Oh, I see her." 
I'm on her ass. So no, no, I've never been that type. I've yeah, never been that one that I like, do that. Yeah, so thirsty. Yeah, and it be and it be too because you don't have no really no confidence in yourself and. You've never been in really like just to have a conversation with a pretty woman or something. Because mm-hmm. if you have conversation with pretty women and be around pretty women, you're not that thirsty like for some pussy, bro. And that, well, everybody get pussy. These niggas be hawky around the, the, the not so pretty ones. They just. <laughs> they be thirsty for pussy because yeah, they don't get thirsty. it. Because they don't get pussy. Thirsty. I'll never. I'll be like. When you don't get boy. pussy, you be all over it and be happy because you got a piece I of ass. I think some of these niggas do get pussy and they just thirsty for more. It just. I guess maybe it's the persistence thing, like you know what I'm saying. You keep, keep you know, trying. Hey, you don't succeed. Yeah, you, you swing a hundred <laughs> times and you hit once, boom, you good. Hey, psst, come here, come here. Hey, space is gone. Don't tell him I did this shit neither, man. Cause you know how he get. Like you know, nigga don't like me cussing, don't like me saying all that shit. You know, he don't like none of that shit. The nigga going to church anyway, man. Tell that nigga to pray for me too. Feel me while you there. But man, this conversation was going a little bit too long. So we had to break it up. But y'all come back for part two of the No Key Podcast, man. Thank y'all for listening. Leave me a journey.